Future Barn fans, welcome to this, the 13th episode of the podcast. In this one, uh, I talk with my very good friend, Lacey Patterson, someone I've known since my teenage years, Um, and she's recently moved back to Elwood. She's a soon-to-be lawyer, currently in law school, Um, a wonderful mother, a great citizen, and we talk about her decision to vote for Joe Biden. And I, I think this episode does really go beyond just two liberals um, jibber-jabbering. I, I think we talk about some important things um, about how we see the world. And also, um, I, I really think this episode is a, good, um, uh, is a good portrait of our friendship, um, which I think is an important thing to put out in the world as well. So I hope you enjoy it. Um, I hope you register to vote. Make a plan to vote and go vote before or on November 3rd. Um, And if you need help with any of that stuff, let me know. And I'll make sure we make that happen so that you're able to exercise uh, your right to vote. Uh, Thanks again for listening. Um, Thanks to Heather Collier and Josh Caldwell for their continued support of my work, especially this podcast. Uh, and thanks to Lacey for being a part of this. Uh, here you go. I'm like uh, a little uh, weary of the cricket noises. Yeah, they're really loud. <laughs> I was just thinking. I, I have this very specific memory of of being here as a kid when it was my grandparents' house and always being astounded about how loud the crickets were. And every once in a while, you would see, like, the really big, dark, yeah. like, thick-looking cricket, like, in the bathroom. Or like something. the size of a, of a rat. But I, but I never so rarely saw them. And it was, but it was just, I always heard them. And I have that, and it hasn't changed. I don't know where the hell these crickets are. I never see them. Um, uh, but yeah, it's a nice sound. Yeah. Um, 
Well, anyways. They're really loud. Where we started. Um, I, I, always just I can kinda, tell. I always just kind of push <laughs> start. Um, Pete Holmes does it like that on the You Made It Weird podcast. Wow. And he always tries to make it sound really casual. And I, so I try to do it too. Yeah. Like, oh, that was just I, I felt so casual. Was that good? Was it very yeah. casual? So I'm here with Lacey Patterson, who is one of my BFFs. And um, and also um, finishing law school. Yeah. And as a mother. Yeah. And also for the purposes of this, and for the election, we'll be voting for Biden. Yeah. Um, and so, sorry, I almost coughed, but I didn't want to cough into a microphone. <laughs> and so, anyways, we're off to a great start. Uh, Lacey and I just watched the final presidential debate and I was like, so this is a good time to have our talk. Um, so what did you, what do you, any takeaways from this debate? (laughs) Um, it was definitely better than the last one. Yeah. I feel like it was, (laughs) I I feel like it was explicitly better. Like it was on, like Everyone came together and agreed, we're going to make this one better. Right. Uh, right. Yeah, much better. Um, I'm kind of disappointed that it was much better because I kind of did enjoy the shit show. Yeah, and I don't think you're alone. And what does that say about us as people of like this very serious matter (laughs) and it's just entertaining to us, but it's so serious. Um, I like to think, and maybe this is me being snooty, I like to think it's because I'm like in on the cosmic joke. Oh, yeah. Of like, look how ridiculous this is. Like, even just you and I sitting here, we're just sitting yeah. here in two chairs next to a ping pong table. With a cricket. With, a, with just crickets. <laughs> like, this is ridiculous. You know? Yeah. And so sometimes looking at that, you can look at that and I'm like, this is just, why does this exist? Yeah. This is bizarre. Of all the ways atoms could have come together, <laughs> this is the way we're doing it. Um, which is like a good parallel to what we were talking about earlier of like, this is what we got. We got Biden and Trump. Yeah. And yeah. somehow the universe, that's the way the, the little Plinko chip fell and, uh, you know, and that's what we ended up with. Um, so yeah. Um, <laughs> so I was thinking of that, uh, but it, it, uh, today it felt less like the lesser of two evils and like yeah. the lesser of two old guys. Yeah. Um, of just like who seemed the least senile and the least like crabby and bad. Right. <laughs> um, and, and it was clearly to me it was Biden because he just like you can say whatever you want bad about him and policies and all that. But like just at the core level, he seems like a. All right, dude. Like an okay and like, yeah. we'll make, we'll be honest and be transparent and we'll be, we'll do what he thinks is the best, not like what he thinks will make him look the coolest or have the most power. Yeah. Do you get that sense? Yeah. Um, like, well, I try to watch it, even though I hate Trump. Like, yeah. I at least try to watch it and be unbiased and like, yeah. And, and I catch myself like thinking, People who support Trump and the way that he's acting, like I cannot see how anyone's like that's that's my that's my president. I'm so proud that he's my president. That's my choice. Yeah, I you know I I you know that I went I went on a little bit of a social media foray into this yes. question, yes. and 
uh, in last week's episode with Michael Downhower, mm-hmm. we kind of explored it. I have that same, like, that's, like, that's my guy. Like, yeah. um, well, just from, like, a, again, and maybe it's superficial. Maybe, you know, people told me that's not the thing that matters. But in my head, it just makes, to- in my heart, it makes total sense that that is, that the base level is goodness. Right. Not, I agree. Not economic policy. If that that's where you start is economic policy? No. And like I I remember some of the comments were like, "Oh, I I don't like like I think he's an ass, but yeah. I'm still going to vote for him." I think one and, person said, "I think he's a horrible person." Yeah. But I like the way he gets things done. Yeah. And that is just outside of my mind. So you Yeah, like I I don't understand um, how somebody that clearly lacks compassion and yeah. is just like, I'm, I think he's just out for himself uh-huh. and like how people think that that he's going to be a good president when the whole part of being a president is thinking about everyone, like yes. what can benefit everyone and not just yourself. And if you lack that compassion, how can you be in that role? Yeah, it does seem like it does have, like, everyone seemed to be thinking, like, or pretending that it doesn't have any, like, practical, real-world right. application. Right. Being a good person doesn't. Right. And it's like, it seemed like, it, like you're saying, yeah. I think to your point, it has a lot of actual, um, like, mustard in the world. Right. You know? Um, yeah, that's a good point. Um, well, it was funny, too, because it was, you could see the, the, the for lack of a better term, makeup wear off as the <laughs> as the debate went because they were both super civil at the beginning. Yeah. And at one point like Biden said like, No, you go. Like yeah. he even did that at one point. And they were and they were both being very polite to the moderator. And then it started when and I'm not saying it was her fault, but she, when she started giving the Okay, 10 more, because she yeah. they'd asked for more, and she said, okay, 30 seconds. Yeah. And then it was like, I'll give you 10 more seconds. And then when you yeah. start that, it's like, it's kind of like with having a kid, where yeah. you're like, if you keep giving them five minutes, they're just going to run into okay, the Okay, I want 10. You got to say five. Yeah. After five, we're good. Yeah. And, you know, it's the same way with that. Uh, uh, and it, I saw that wear off. Like the, oh, yeah. The, it was, by the end, it was kind of getting back to, nor- like, what it was our new normal so <laughs> i hate that term oh <laughs> <laughs> it's okay because like you mean change <laughs> like, no no because no. like how like normal is like what you know so how could it be new oh like, you're, you're talking about the actual meaning of the word yeah i yeah, thought you're talking no. i thought you're like uh like i hate it when people say for real no no what? no I, I hate new normal because i think it's an oxymoron oh okay <laughs> it drives me crazy a little bit Okay. But I, but I understand why people say it. Well, anyways, what else are you gonna say? I was talking about the, the, the same, this new normal of, like, debates that are just shouting matches. Yeah. But, so it kind of, like, reverted to that there at the end. Yeah. Did, you, did yeah. you notice that? And I don't know, like, I, I think the reason why this election, like, why they're going back and forth and stuff. Like, I don't think that's going to be the new normal. I think it's just these two candidates. Because like you had said earlier, like, it's just, everyone's like, this is the best we got. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So I don't think many people are actually taking the election seriously. Yeah. 
yeah, and that's just a it's just a gross feeling, isn't yeah. it? When you're like, you know, it's kind of like in school when you're like, when they tell you you have to do this thing, you know, you know, you're always like, why do I have to take math or like yeah. geometry? And sometimes it like seems really like learning how to read makes sense. Yeah. Like yeah. those, but then some of them are like, what does this have to do with? Yeah. Why do um, I have to take algebra? Al- and it's like, why do I have to? To be a citizen, why do I have to deal with this? Right. Um, is just, yeah, it's trying to make that connection and stay stay motivated, I guess. Yeah. Um, which kind of leads, I was just curious about, so you're talking about people looking at Trump and saying, that's my guy. Yeah. When and have you looked at Biden and said, that's my guy? Um, I am. Tell a... us that journey. <laughs> Tell us that journey. I'm, I'm not really a Biden fan. Like I'm definitely going for like the lesser, I wouldn't, I I don't think Biden is evil by any means. Yeah. I don't like that lesser two evils. Yeah. Um, Um, maybe like just, yeah. But like lesser, (laughs) better of two old guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There you go. Yeah. Um, you know, my first choice is Bernie. Yeah. Well, but the people don't know. (laughs) Um, they probably know. I don't know if they they, know me, they know. My love. For Heather, knows. <laughs> Heather knows. Uh, so you're 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 a Bernie gal. Yeah. And you had and you ha- you were back in 2016. Yes. Um, when did let's let's go back to that. When did you did you learn about Bernie during that uh, election cycle of the 2016, or did you know of Bernie from other things? Because I didn't. I I wasn't very knowledgeable about other yeah. politicians um like i i heard his name and like yeah, yeah. knew but yeah. but as far as like digging into um policies and stuff like that not until 2016 mm-hmm. uh yeah that's how and then so what do you kind of remember that moment when you were like look at bernie like that's yeah yeah um i mean i don't remember like the exact moment like i was sitting in my chair and um yeah yeah but like I remember just going through policies and like, I, I hate like looking on Facebook and things yeah, like because yeah. I always like to see what other people are saying about people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, just kind of researching and I'm like, literally everything this guy says, I agree with. Uh-huh. And I think he's compassionate. Yeah. Um, which is obviously a big thing. Yeah, his policies are compassionate, which is yeah, like a really. Yeah. And, then, yeah. and another thing is like, he's been talking about the same shit for years and years uh-huh. and years so and and i think that's really rare yeah. in in politics and i feel like even if you don't agree with his policies like 100 percent, yeah at least there's some merit in not changing your opinions or changing your views on things sticking to your guns and and they actually be the moral policy yeah mm-hmm. if that makes sense totally it makes total sense um and then, yeah, so you, so you were bummed when Hillary got the nomination. Yes. Did you feel, do you feel similarly about Biden that you did Hillary? Yes. Or is, are there differences? Um, there's a little bit of difference. Um, in 2016, like, my heart was, like, crushed. Uh-huh. Because, like, the Democrats, they didn't really give a fair, it's, a it, fair shake. It seemed... Somehow it seemed more likely than it did this time around. Yeah, yeah, yeah like they, they were pushing. And, and the timing was right. We were coming off Obama, you know. Yeah. And he, like, is in contrast to this rising figure of Trump. Yeah. 
And he's like in such contrast to that, yeah. right? And so, and then coming off the momentum of Obama's historic presidency, yeah, you're it. The, everything seemed lined up, yeah. And then something fell, and so you and, you're crying conspiracy. Well, and I, I don't mean that rudely. I, I mean it's it's obvious. Yeah, um, it seems like it is. Yeah, it's that, it's obvious that um, the the Democratic Party did not want. Wanted they, Hillary. And they so they shot themselves it. in their in the foot on that one because I really feel like um, the vote was actually against Hillary, like and not for Trump. Uh-huh. And if Bernie, I think he would have had a, oh, a chance of of winning. Yeah, because even my dad, my yeah. dad, Republican, hardcore Republican, yeah, yeah. never voted Democrat in his life, voted for Bernie. And like, he was like, man, this guy, like he's, and I'm like, you know, it was the best day of my life. Like when my dad and I could talk about Bernie and like, like, yes. And then it's almost like he went so far around the circle. Oh yeah. Like no Bernie, like went so far around the circle that he like hitched back up to the right. Right. (laughs) I was like, how uh, the hell does that happen? You go from this guy to this guy? Yeah. Uh... But I think I think my dad kind of liked um, with Trump the fact that he's like not a politician. Yeah, and the way Bernie yells at other politicians, it makes him seem like he's yeah. not a politician. Well, well he's kind of like an outcast as well. Yeah, yeah, you he know, is like just... an outcast. Yeah, I think that's why it would have been a really yeah it would have been a really interesting, really even more stark contrast uh, having Bernie in there instead yeah. of Hillary. Um, yeah, I think you're right. I think it's an interesting way to look at it is, you know, so people were voting either, were voting, most people were voting against Hillary. Yeah. Where now this time it seems like people are going to be voting against Trump. Like, and, and I also feel like, or well, well, yeah, but I also feel like Biden actually has like his supporters, if that makes sense. Is it the like, is it Obama leftovers? I, I feel like, I feel yeah, and yeah. you know, like, and I don't mean that pejoratively, right? I I just mean that that's what it is, right? Yeah. Right, like um, I feel like I I feel like people like Biden a little bit more than they like Hillary, so that's why yeah. it wasn't yeah, in in like kind of expected like them to pull the same old shit. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, you know. And make sure that, he, yeah. Yeah, I know, because what a, I haven't really thought about it. Like, I kind of erased the whole, you know. Uh, I'm sorry if I'm guzzling in the mic. <laughs> guzzling in the mic. Uh, it's my next album. I, I knew um, you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's a good joke. And, but, what am I saying? Oh, <laughs> no, the lead up to. The president or the Democratic uh, Party nom, uh, you know, I kind of erased that weird little section of time out of my head because it was bizarre. That was bizarre as yeah. well. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, so you were pulling for Bernie. Obviously. In that. Yeah. Um, do you think Warren being there hurt, like hurt him because they are pretty Absolutely. similar? I I think yeah I think Warren heard him and also another thing that um, towards like New Hampshire well New Hampshire votes but whatever um, like towards the second and third elections uh-huh. in the primaries yeah. that you know uh, Amy 
however you say your last Klobuchar. name. Klobuchar. Yeah, I can never say your last hey, name. You're good, you're good. Um, like, it was clear that she wasn't going to win the nomination. Yes. And instead of backing out, it's just splitting all of those votes. Yes. And Elizabeth Warren should have backed out sooner. Yeah, yeah. So well, I was also thinking just also, like, policy. her policies yeah. mirror his so much. Yeah. And... And I'm not saying like there's two for they they are they they almost seem like a tandem. Yeah. And then so then you're splitting those votes in that way for people who are like a lot of times in those you're thinking about policies. You're right. thinking about uh where people stand uh and seeing them so close, I think yeah, through a lot of people often then you throw in like the Andrew Yangs and the yeah. Mayor Pete's and your and so it just I just am sitting here kind of remembering how strange that yeah. entire thing was. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, and so, but she didn't, we didn't get Bernie, and so yeah. here you are with Biden. Yes. Now, have you had that, there, that's my guy moment? Um, no. You but, have a little, did, can you think of any? But, but I've had maybe the little, like, Maybe not like a proud, like not like a that's my guy. Maybe more of like a okay, that's my guy. Yeah. Like if that makes sense. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm okay with the decision that I have to make. Yeah. But it's not the decision that I wish I had to make. If that was yeah, my, yeah. Like I don't think he'll be a bad president. I just um, there's just weird thing. Like I don't I, I don't know. Like he sniffs kids and stuff. Like that. <laughs> like, I that's mean, the one you go to. Yeah. Um, that yeah. No, I I I think he's kind of wishy-washy. Like pretty much all politicians are. Um, yeah, I know he's he's, he's, a, he's very um, say one thing and say another. Like oh, I didn't say that. Yeah. Um, but really, one of the main reasons, um, besides like not liking Trump. Um, is that I feel like with Biden in office, you at least have a better chance of moving more progressive. Yeah. Um, it's more likely that he's going to take, you know, um, progressive policies yep. and actually maybe not like as far as, as far, you would want, but, but at yeah. least nudging a, a little bit, you know, too. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the. That's the clearest all hands on deck. Yeah. Like reasoning is. And we have to get back to that because we've kind of lost track of that. We get in these polar opposites and we've had some extreme cases like Trump. And so then we kind of get in this. Well, if we don't make it right right now. Like then it'll never be right. And it's like, well, sometimes you just got to keep going in that right direction. And we took a little step back in a lot of ways, you know, and there's some things we can't wait on. Like. The climate change thing. Yeah. Like, we can't. What they say tonight, five, uh, by five to eight years or what? Eight to ten yeah. years? Yeah. We have to. And that's what Biden said, The his scientists have said. And so it's like, yeah, like that, we can't, like, wait just, for a little just, incremental yeah. change. Yeah. But we have to. But a lot of things, yeah, it's going to take. Yeah, that's why I like the kind of the, you know, uh, the Obamacare, and then, you know, Biden was talking tonight about, you know, uh, making it better, yeah. and having a public option, uh, yeah. and then that might get a us, choice. that then might get us to Medicare yeah. for all, you know, yeah. eventually. It's hard to go from what we had 
to yeah. Medicare for all. Like that's yeah. that's a large jump. So yeah, I like that perspective on the Biden vote. Um, yeah. And I think he's a better person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what about what about this notion of like? Well, there's probably um, a lower, uh, lesser known candidate such as Joe Jorgensen. Oh yeah. That better fits your your views or better fits the values that we're that we should be focusing on or something like that. And whether or not that's true, what we what's your opinion on like voting? Not for one of these two. Like, we'll just don't vote for those. Um. Right well, I, the two-party system really fucks the yeah. the third the third guy. Yes. Um. And like, I've actually looked at some of her policies, and uh-huh. you know, like on the surface, like it seemed some of their things seem kind of yeah. okay and yeah. stuff. Um. It's like lesser but, government. Yeah. Lesser government. Fiscally conservative, socially liberal. Yeah, isn't that kind of yeah. the vibe? And, yeah, and and I think like she's like okay with guns and which like yeah, I'm I guess not your typical progressive because I'm like I don't want to take guns away or anything, but like you know yeah, reform and all of that shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, going back to the question at hand, um, it sucks because if you vote third party, you're throwing away that vote. Yes, and that's what really sucks. Yes. Um, that's and, the main argument. That's right. like the only argument. Because there, there's yeah. no, yeah, there's no way that that she can win, and yes. and it's shitty. And like, I feel like maybe there should be some like election reform where each candidate each candidate gets a certain amount of money, and yeah. they have to spend. I think that's what Andrew Yang was pushing for. Yeah, yeah. It, one of the things besides the UBI uh, that he's was pushing for was. Uh, yeah, better uh, regulations on on uh, campaign spending, and so the idea would be that there is a certain um, amount that each, if you run you and you qualify, whatever their barometer for qualifying is, yeah, you get that. That's the amount you have, or that's the amount you can spend, or whatever. Yeah, because um, yeah, now it's all over the place. But I, I kind of also think like just getting rid of the D and the R. Yeah. Would, would help as well like yeah. because there's so many people that are so like um like party oriented yeah that they're not even willing to to see what the other side will yeah. even say and yeah, by well, stripping those letters you'd actually have to look into the candidates and actually sure like i mean it would you would have like yeah it makes sense but like you would you'd still have like like if Bernie Sanders was running, we would know right. what what he's right. running. You know, like certain people, you would you would know, and you could look back on their policies and the way they are and the way they talk and see. Because then it would just become liberal or conservative. That's what just what right. is the liberal candidate. Yeah. He's the conservative candidate. But I, I think in terms of breaking that up and so that more people can just get into the debates or yeah. get in. Um, yeah, but I think the campaign spending idea is the best idea. And I've seen a lot of people complaining lately. Yeah. And I've heard people talking about it because it was in the billions of dollars yeah. have gotten spent on this campaign, yeah. on these campaigns. And that's yeah. like a, and, and there's that's no a significant way, amount of money. And there's no way that a third party could even like compare no, to that. No, 
And, and like you said, that whenever you got your ballot, there was like five other people who were like running for president or whatever. Oh, yeah. I went and looked. Yeah, yeah. I went and like, look, I'm going to vote on the day of because that I love, always, yeah, me, I I love that. And, uh, but I wanted to see my ballot and there's this website where you can look at your ballot. And mm-hmm. there, there are like five other people besides the top two, like in Joe Jordison. And then there were like people, they did, what was funny is, they didn't even have, it had their names and it usually has a little picture. Yeah. They didn't even have pictures. It had that blank, like, gray outline guy. <laughs> yeah. um, and I was like, okay, they couldn't even submit a photo. <laughs> and like, the only vote that that guy is going to get is, like, his wife. Yeah. And, um, you know, his, yeah, his name. Now, the poet Eileen Miles, uh, they ran uh, for president uh, in, like, it was like 94 or something. Like, this punk rock. They ran this like punk rock, like poet centered campaign. They got like, if I remember right, they got like 200,000 votes yeah. or something. Um, but it was like, but uh, those were like cultural movements within the, the thing, like yeah. within the larger thing. Like they weren't expecting to win. Right. No one expected them to win. Um, but yeah, so, but that was always, when I got into poetry, that was like a thing. That was like, you learn like these little extra bits about poets and like the thing about Eileen yeah. Miles. They ran for president in, <laughs> in uh, like 1994 or whatever. Um, if that was even a. I'm going to run when I turn that was, 35. That wouldn't be right. Um, you're going to run? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I'll vote for you. Oh, thanks. Uh, I'll throw away my vote. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I was thinking about this today. Uh, so, was your first time you could vote, was it, was it first Obama? Yeah. Mine too. And I just thought, I think that's, I'm really happy. Yeah, yeah. I'm really happy. The first term. The first, first Obama term. Yeah. Me too. And um, I was just really happy. Yeah. That that, um, yeah, just really happy that that gets to be my... Yeah. My legacy. Like, it's like, like, you don't give a shit. But, like, that is, like, like, I got to be a part of that. And that, like, that was my first one. I don't know. It just feels special. And I feel like I, if I hold it in a high, like, high regard because of that. Yeah. Because it was all, it's always, like, it's an important day. I always get that sticker. And not just for, like, selfies or whatever. Sometimes but, like, I don't get the sticker. I love the sticker. Um, well, and and. In, when I lived in Texas, you can you got to choose if you wanted an English or a Spanish sticker. Oh, nice! Um, and you know you had to get the Spanish one so you show that you're really woke. Um, <laughs> of course. And then you also have to take a selfie of it, a selfie with. Well, it. so people, yeah. so people, people know, know you're woke and that you voted. Yeah. And yeah, and I'll probably do that. Uh, well, yeah, I, I know I will. I just love selfies. But yeah, so, but I I I treat. I hold it in really high regard, high high esteem, this idea of voting. And I've never been like a super political person, but it just feels like something that's important. I wonder if it's related to um, the fact that, yeah, there was this big moment. Yeah. It was a huge moment in Obama's election. And 
Are you are you talking about the actual general election or primary elections? Because even the, oh. even voting in the primary was like a big deal because I mean if you're voting yeah. under the Democrat ticket because yeah. you have you know your first African American and you have your first woman and you're like oh yeah shit this is yeah this is awesome that's like, funny yeah it's, it's a big deal for like yeah it's a big deal that yeah I didn't think about that you yeah. know and I don't even sexist. <laughs> what? <laughs> Thanks, Trump. Uh, yeah, um, but, I kid, I kid. Uh, for the record, I am mostly not sexist. Um, and but, anyways, so you threw me off. Uh, but no, yeah, that's a really interesting thing too. You know, I don't know if I even knew primaries existed. Yeah, I don't know if I voted in the primary because it was like. They always told me to vote, and then I realized what all it entails. And I'm like, oh, you have to vote other years besides for president? You have to vote for... My mom was talking to her friend's daughter, who uh, is voting... Turned 18, like, two months ago. Yeah. And now gets to vote in this, like, big election. Yeah. And... But... Got her absentee ballot and was like, what is all this other stuff? Yeah. And so then her mom had to, like, walk her through it. Like, yeah. here's... Oh, there's these other things. There's, you know, what is this? What is that? Yeah. And, um, yeah, and the joy of learning that, too. I, I just find a lot of joy in it, um, even though, yeah, it's a very large thing that gets whittled down to a very boring stand-in-line, like, yeah, check the box. Yeah, but, like, like, this is so nerdy, but, like, I mean, that's that's what America's based on, you yeah. know? Like, this yeah. process, and yeah. that, like... Like, no matter what's going on in the world, like, when you're standing in line, you're, like, with other people. Yeah. Like, you're all, yeah. like, there for a reason. Even though you're voting for different people, you're still, yeah. like, you're there for you're the still same reason. Yeah, you know? you're, yeah, you're enacting that citizenship. Yeah. Um, okay, well, I want to transition to a couple other... Go vote. Oh, yeah, go vote. <laughs> uh, we will make sure... No matter who you uh, vote for. Yes. Like, exercise your voice. It's um, a big deal. Yeah, it is a big deal. Um, and vote in your local elections, too. Yeah, and do... Yeah, well, let's talk about that real quick. Because I get left out of a lot of things because I'm out here in the country. Yeah. So I don't get to vote for a lot of the city stuff. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, how do you... Is there... Obviously, you, sometimes you don't know the people. Yeah. Sometimes you know them too personally. Yeah. Sometimes uh, in small towns like this. Um, but how do you... How do you... Do you think there's any difference in how you go about that versus like the bigger like um, I think I think it's um, a little harder because it's not so easy to like just Google yeah, you they, know your they don't especially your county here. coroner yeah you know and like see yeah what's what's going on but you know in a small town like this I mean you pra- like you know pretty much who's running yes um, if you if you don't know that person you know you can always ask other people in the community like yeah. oh hey you know who's this person or there's like a chance we went to school with yeah that person. That, yeah uh yeah yeah so that yeah it's good and then and like uh, with with county i mean i guess it's a little bit harder i mean because do you sometimes just vote party line um sometimes but actually um since i worked at the courthouse yeah um a lot of the the folks i at least know somewhat yeah um, so that, yeah. that's helpful. Cool. Uh, but, well that yeah. kind of, you were in the courthouse. 
I want to transition to talking <laughs> about law school. Oh, um, so you're in law school. Yep. What can you tell us? You're in your last, I mean, you tell us. Last you're year. Last Ooh. year. Where, what law school? Uh, Robert McKinney. Robert McKinney. Which is like IUPUI. Which is IUPUI. Yep. Um, and it, how many, so how long will it, was it three years? Uh, three and a half. Three and a half. Um, but the program, well, because I went evening, it was a total of four years. Okay. But um, I'm doing full time uh, the last two semesters to get it done like six months earlier. Nice. So, um, at least three and a half. Three and a half. But, um, yeah. So, what made you go to law school? I don't know if we've ever really talked about this. Oh, yeah, remember, because I told you... Don't call me out for not remembering No, no, it's, it's really freaking nerdy, because it was, it was Salt Lake City Punk. Do you remember this story? Because at the end of the movie... No. I don't even know if you... Have you seen the movie? Yeah, I'm pretty okay. sure I watched it with you and Heather when we were, like, yeah. 15. But, so yeah. at the end of the movie, yeah. like, Steve-O is, like, reflecting on everything, uh-huh. and, like, he says that something along the lines of... We can do more damage within the system than without it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm always like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, I always want to help people and I always, like, want to do good. Yeah. And when, you know, being a lawyer, I would be in that position where I'm able to and, you know, possibly make changes that I feel like should need to be changed. So you can take some of your, like, punk rock tendencies and liberal ideologies and apply them yeah from within inside yeah the system yeah right i get that that makes sense i think Pretty we have right. talked about that recently yeah and i apologize oh, I'm, it's okay. I'm terrible um but uh so your ultimate goal if i do i remember this right is that you want to be a public defender yes so yeah my main understanding of public defenders is skewed because it comes solely from better call saul oh yeah so he does it because it's a quick easy check yeah uh and he's skeezy and so um and it seems like kind of a weird system so what draws you to that and what am i wrong about in that um i i don't think you're actually very wrong um unfortunately i i feel like a lot of i shouldn't say a lot there are public defenders out there who are solely there for the paycheck and the insurance because I mean, working with the county, you have great insurance. Okay. Um, but they don't put the work into it. Um, they don't really care about their clients because they're not getting paid by them. So yeah, a lot of people don't represent their public defender clients as they would private clients. Yes. And that's one thing that I feel is not right at all. Uh-huh. Um, so that's one of the, that's the main reason why because I, I want to be able to provide good representation yeah. for these people who need it. And these are folks who can't afford? Can't afford, yeah. Mostly can't afford. That's yeah. the main thing, right? Yeah. Um, or don't have, for some reason, don't have means to. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, but either I, I... And that's a really, yeah, I, that's a really patriotic thing because ingrained in there, right, is the, is the, ch- that everyone's equal and everyone has... Yeah. Tr- have this equity of of your right to legal counsel yeah right to legal counsel yeah um, and it's a big it's a big thing it's and a big thing if you're getting that's shitty I, <laughs> shitty I, representation i like, respect that a lot that's but also um 
like there's different types of public defenders. Okay. So you can do like the criminal uh-huh. and then there's civil public defenders that usually deal with like child support yeah. issues. And then um, Chin's cases, which is child like children in need of services. Okay. And I would do that as well. Um, yeah. If if I could. Um, so that's like for children who are in like foster care? Um, or like, who, who are or going through DC, like yeah, DCS or Department DCS, of Child yeah, yeah. Services. Um, and you would represent uh, the parents okay. trying to get their kids back and, and uh-huh. things like that. Because sometimes, you know, the parents, you know, really didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. Um, other times, you know, people fuck up. Yeah. and make mistakes and a lot of times the parents are you know drug addicts and stuff like that and they yeah. make the necessary changes and sure like i would like to be that person who helps get their kid back that's very nice um well that kind of makes me think of one thing that i've always and this might be kind of a naive way to look at it but i i've always wondered about when you're a lawyer and you have to represent someone who you know is guilty or you know is bad or you know, you know, whatever. I, yeah, what, I get this question that? all the time. You do? I imagine you do <laughs> because I think it's like, because uh, it's like a TV, it's a TV show question. Yeah. It, um, where like, because you see the lawyer that like is known for getting people off, yeah, you know, yeah. like, so yeah, but that is that a real concern? Um, the way that I see it is yeah. that... Um, you're not actually trying to prove they're innocent. You're there to make sure that the state does what they need to do to make the process fair. That's a great way to think of it. Um, that, you know, at the end of the day, you shouldn't care whether, I mean, I know this sounds like really bad, but you shouldn't care whether or not they did it or not did it. Like, yeah. like I mean, you're you, not should there rep- you should defend them the yeah. best that you yeah. can, but you're there to make sure that the process is working correctly. That the evidence, you know, that the police did what they needed to do whenever they seized the evidence. So it's less like you're defending necessarily. You're more advocating. Right. At least that's how I I view it. That makes sense. It might be like blurring the lines a little bit. but. But I think that helps you navigate. And that helps you see the whole human and the whole... Right. Context of the right. situation. Right. Um, for sure. I like and, that. And like, you know, if if clearly the person's guilty, I mean, you're going to take a plea bargain anyway. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not like um, if, if I it's just, clear Yeah, I always imagine this like chaotic thing where like no one will take someone's case or everyone's like, oh, yeah. to take because they they think they're a bad person, but I'm like, no, that's yeah. like, that doesn't work like, like that. Like the movie, A Time to Kill, have you seen that? Where, I haven't like, seen it. Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson, like, kills, I think it's Samuel L. Jackson, kills the guy who, like, raped and, like, almost killed his daughter, like, at the courthouse. Oh, my. <laughs> and then Matthew McConaughey gets him off the hook. Like, what? No, not murder. <laughs> and I'm thinking, like, although he, like, I mean, I don't think he was justified in killing somebody, but, like, you know, like somebody rapes your daughter and like no, yeah. nearly kills her. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're going to be pissed off. But like the whole thing is just kind of silly like, that he, they're like he not does guilty. It in public and he gets voted <laughs> yeah. not guilty. That's funny. That reminds me of uh, Bobcat Goldthwait has this joke where, because in real life he he's kind of a maniac, druggy, wild guy for a while. And he um, set the 
Tonight Show, Jay Leno Show on fire. Set the set of it on fire oh, during a segment. <laughs> and and so uh, when he went to court, he said, uh, his, his uh, lawyer said, plead not guilty. And he said, uh, there's tape of it from national yeah. television. I'm pretty sure I did it. Well, like, they tell you not guilty. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not guilty so you can like. Go through the process and get it. But, but yeah, but that's always... No, a, it wasn't me. Like, it wasn't me. I was like, it was on national television. Right. Like, um, but it was my evil twin. It's a good, it's a good joke. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, law school, though. Law school, yeah. Let's think about law school, because I think you're... I think it's just really special when we have people in our community who have been through these certain things, you know? Uh, like law school, that... You know, the average person would be like, what? It's going on. So what? Um, you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. know what the law school is or what the, how to choose a law school or how to get in law school. Or, I would not even know where to start. And then I definitely wouldn't know how to do anything when I got in there. So so I think that's why it's, you're a real resource and a treasure um, for many reasons. Um, but I wonder if reflecting back, you know, as it's wrapping up uh, or as it's heading towards wrapping up, what are what's something that like you're like a big triumph that you had like like while in law school like something you learned or did or um changed that felt really good um really i nothing really stands out but like when i got accepted yeah like that that was Great. like the yeah that was the biggest deal ever um, yeah. Because in high school, I got shitty grades. Uh-huh. Um, I remember the guidance counselor was like, yeah, you, you know, you're not, <laughs> you're not going anywhere. I didn't take the SATs or anything. Like, yeah. I took a year off and worked at, like, Wild Oats. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know? And... Um, so law school wasn't necessarily so, like, your obvious trajectory. Right. Yeah. Um, but, like, I took the LSATs and... Did terrible. Just to be clear, you did do on some undergrad before this. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it I sounds mean, like we just went from no, high school no, no, no. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, and then you know, you I went some... to Ivy Tech. I got mm-hmm. my associates there, and then went to Ball State. Yeah, so you worked your way. Yeah. Through the... So then, like, when applying to law school, you have to take the LSATs. Uh huh. Um, I did terrible. Uh, took them a second time. Did worse. <laughs> and like, when I got my score, like, I cried. I was like, yeah. Chuck, Chuck was sitting there and I was like, I'm not going to get in. Yes. You know, and he's like, it's okay. It's all right. Yeah. Um, but I had a really good personal statement and really good letters of recommendation. Um, uh-huh. So when I got the acceptance letter, I was like, fuck yeah. Like, I did it. Like, I cried. I called my boss, I believe, and I was like, I got in. Yeah. You know, I like called my mom and I was like, ah. You know, it was like this, like, what's a big deal? Yeah. And like, they sent me like this little box, um, that had like a coupon for free breadsticks and like a little, like (laughs) IU, uh, pizza cutter. And I was like taking selfies with it. And I'm like, look at this. Wow. This strange pizza themed law school. (laughs) Um, And they would send you shirts and stuff. And I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. College is awesome. (laughs) Um, yeah. Um, well, I just wonder. So, so yeah, I guess that's putting you on the spot a little. Uh, as like about your asking about triumphs and stuff. Well, I guess. But but yeah. So but this moment of of getting in was really big. Did you do something? Yeah. Come to well, mind? like I was gonna. 
say also that um, like before I like before the first day, I was so nervous and I was thinking, okay, you know, I'm coming in to like this new like I'm I'm like this small town girl, you know, and did terrible in school, and like here I am, like going to directly compete with people who you know are from bigger towns who you know, have perfect grades and things like that. And I'm like, you know, these people are gonna have money. And just, I kind of like started to go in like, this is gonna be terrible. You know, I'm mm. not gonna have any friends. Yeah. Like, you know, and I kind of like got in my own head, like, you know, there's gonna be assholes. I heard terrible stories about like people ripping up books in the library. So what? other people, <laughs> you know, couldn't have the resources and all of this stuff. Wow. And like on my first day, like it was, it was so dorky. Like on my first day I got called on and like, it was so fucking nerve wracking. And I got the answer right and everything. And after the class, like four or five people came up to me and they're like, good job, good job, good job. <laughs> and I was like, I can see yes. you being so happy about that. Yeah, was, yeah. Like, people talk to me. Yeah, and, like, absolutely. It was like this great, like, like I felt guilty for like thinking that these people were gonna be like stuck up assholes. Sure, yeah. <laughs> and you know, like most of my classmates are freaking cool as hell. Um, well, you kind you kind of have answered my like last lawyer <laughs> law school question was what like tips for people who might be interested. So say someone from oh high school hears this or someone in college hears this. And because it sounds like uh, be patient with yourself as far as the like the app or the LSAT and all that. Yeah. And LSAT's hard. I have a friend that's going through it right it's, now. And it's apparently yeah. very difficult. So, yeah, it's, it's not just like doing the SAT again. No, you know, no. And, like it, and it's not like legal based at all. Yeah. Um, it's just stupid reading comprehension and yeah. stuff like that and so it's like it's the logic it's, games it's yeah the logic games Ooh, i love the logic games and um yeah and then uh maybe be open-minded going in yeah and being generous yeah. yeah it is interesting and, um you know i had that happen when i was in grad school where i and i think it was going both ways because i went to ball state for my undergrad and all my classmates had went to like Columbia oh, yeah. and Oberlin and all like all these really like awesome liberal arts schools. Yeah. And I and I went to like a, a quote unquote party school. Yeah. Which has an awesome English department. But um but a lot of people don't know that. And so it was kinda went both ways where I was like, I don't I'm not gonna yeah. this isn't gonna work. Um but we all like poems so that worked. Um, and you guys all like the law, so right. that worked. Um, but yeah, do you have any other, if, if, you know, there was like a kid sitting here who wants to go to law school, what, anything yeah. you would say? Um, probably two things. Um, one, like you have just enough, like you have the same right to be there as everybody else does. Yeah. Like you worked Amen. hard, yep. like no matter what you did in high yep. school or undergrad, yep. like, you got yeah, it. You got it. It doesn't matter yep. if your LSAT was worse than this person's. You got in. Yeah. And congratulations, you got in. You're there. Yeah. Um, and then the second, um, like, don't take yourself too seriously. Yeah. Like, 
if you get the answer wrong, it's cool. Like everybody gets it wrong. Yeah. Uh, don't be the gunner in the class. Those are the people who are like, well, hypothetically, like, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah. you could argue that like nobody likes that person and it just takes up the professor's time yeah. and you look like an asshole. Yep. Um, you know, just go. And if you're not concerned about being the top of your class, law school's not hard. Yeah. It really isn't. It's time consuming. Um, there's a lot of reading, but anyone can do it. And like, that's what makes me feel weird when people are like, oh, you're in law school. You must be smart. I'm like, yeah, you are very smart. <laughs> I'm like, you are very smart. You know, but... it's, it's anyone, anyone could do it really. Like you just have to put the, the time and sure. But do that, it. that's not to take away from the fact that you do it. Doing yeah. it is a hard, like doing it is, yeah, I is mean, the it's, hard yeah, part. Yeah. It's like three to four years of a commitment. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you, know, you don't I love, have to be like. I love the, <laughs> the you know you're here like now the competing's over. Right? Yeah, yeah, you know at my fir my first workshop, this is just to show that we have very different uh, graduate degrees. Uh, I went to uh, an MFA for poetry, and my mentor and the like lead poet and the in the department, Dean Young, in our in one of our workshops said in our first workshop would say that would say you guys aren't competing with each other anymore like yeah. you're all made it so yeah. now let's just focus on helping each other become the best poets we can be yeah and so that was really fulfilling and another way he put it later on when he was talking about us is he said uh there are 300 uh white Bengal tigers left in this world you are those tigers and that shows that we're we were I was in a different program than you were probably in, um, but I love but I love that idea of like. It is hard to get in, and then once you're in, like, let the specialness of that yeah. guide you. Yeah, and don't drop out. Don't drop out your first semester. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, it pained me. Like, there were several people who dropped out, and I I don't know what their story was or anything, but I'm like. Damn it! I hope they dropped out for a good reason and not because they got a grade that they didn't like. Yeah. Because. Yeah. You know. You, yeah. You don't have to be the best. Yeah. And hardly anybody fails law school. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah. All right. Well, as we wrap up here, I want to welcome you back to Elwood. You recently yes. moved back to Elwood. Yes, I did. Uh, and I'm excited about that. I'm glad to be back. Um. Yeah. So. Well, a couple of things. Have you know? Have ha, did you notice the lack of the glass festival this year? Yeah. Because yes. I did. It was yeah. a palpable uh, lack. Um, yeah. I felt like I didn't know when summer ended. That was yeah. how I always judge. Like, okay, we're going back to school, or yeah. like, oh, the weather is about to change a little. You know, that mid-August leading into September. Um, yeah, because it was like I the looked first... her up and it was my birthday at the end of September. Yeah, and I was like, wait, we haven't had the glass festival because yet. wasn't it like a couple of weeks before school started? A lot of times it would be the first uh, or the last full weekend before you okay. start school. So it, was yeah. like, it would be like, or you'd go like the glass festival would be like Thursday through Sunday, yeah. and then you have that next week off, yeah. and then you start. It was kind of like your last little like. It was the last summer, hurrah. like to see your friends and like yeah. just walk around. But even last year, after I moved back, it was like, oh, I need to shift 
my jacket's up to the front. Like, yeah. it was like, it's like that moment, like, it's going to start getting cool in September and like, oh, my birthday's coming up. Yeah. And like, just those kind of transitions in the fall. Yeah. Uh, I really missed it. You know, I get, I fully support all the. Right. Can, right. Like canceling it and being safe and yeah. wear your mask and definitely. Um, but there was something missing and I was yeah. just thinking about you moving back and now like yeah. the glass festival. Um, and then, like even even last year when I wasn't here, I went to the glass festival. Of course, like you always have to come back to the of glass. Of course, festival. you got to come to the glass festival. I hope it. I hope uh, it's next year. I hope it works out. Hope we can get it figured <laughs> out. Um, well, uh, what are you? Lo- you love Elwood. You came back. I did. You love Elwood. I do. Just like I did, and right? me too. And what are some of your favorite things about Elwood? businesses or I don't know I just want to talk to someone about I just want to gush about some things in Elwood for a little bit and you're good yeah, to gush with yeah I I love that like I can go into like Leroy's yep like uh Feeney calls it Holly's yep so he's yep. So, like I when know he was younger children who call it Holly's when, when he was younger he's like can we go see Holly <laughs> I love that. I I still say that to my parents. Can we go see Holly? Yeah. Yeah. Leroy's um, so place. Wonderful. I, I, I love like being able to go in and like guarantee to see somebody I know. Yeah. Like including Holly. Yeah. Or you know whenever we went to uh, the Mexican restaurant, uh, Habanero, uh-huh. and I walked in and saw my uncle. Yep. And saw Lori Larry Nutt's mom yep. and yep. like you know it's just such a good feeling because in Noblesville I didn't have that. Like yeah. It's just. Not that Noblesville's huge or anything, but like I didn't get that, yeah, that feeling. You know, that's what always I think people are misguided sometimes when they think about small towns because you know everyone. When I lived in like a big city, when I lived in Austin, there it was like, are you aren't you just so amazed to be around so many places? And I'm like, I can like afford to eat out like once a week. <laughs> yeah, and so I'm not gonna be able to go to that many places. Plus, like, I like being able to go to the, like, a few. And so we have a, a few great places here. Yeah. Leroy's is one of them. Yeah. Habanero is one of them. Mm-hmm. And so if I just... El Chile Pilavano. Pilavano. <laughs> yeah. The other, the other Mexican restaurant. The, the um, good one. The good one. Okay. So Lacey and I always argue about when we refer to the Mexican restaurant, we're talking about the different Mexican restaurants. <laughs> um, and, yeah. So we... Go back and forth. They're both good. They're both good. Uh, They're both, they're both good. But we, yeah, so I just like, I like having, you get your spots. When I lived in the city, I had my, when I lived in Austin, I, I had my spots that I went to and it's the same way here and they're, they're But here, like all the spots are your spot. They're fine. Yeah. It's like, I know them all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, not all of them. I don't go to certain places. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, But yeah. But even, I just even think like, you know, like you, where you live now, you like walk to the, to Mm -hmm. Linder's or Taylor's. Yeah. Um, and just like little things like that. And I love it. And like, you know, Feeney can go outside and play with the neighborhood kids like along the road and. Like, I know that he's safe. Yeah. And because other parents are sitting out and, like, yeah. you know, it's it's a community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, yeah, so what are, yeah, what are some other, 
ones that you have been into, like businesses here in town or places, places. that you go? Um, well, been to the Mexican restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Gonna yeah. get them Rita's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what every uh, future lawyer needs, a good margarita <laughs> joint. Um, um, no, but like, um, I like going to Gypsy Soul. You pop in Gypsy a lot. Yeah. They're always nice. And um, I don't have the, the puppies anymore, but going to Two Guys, yes. I love going there. I need to go there more. Yeah, um, get your dog food there. That's a really good idea and a good way to support them. That yeah, is a really good idea. I yeah, I switched all my like dogs to their dog food. That's a great idea. Um, That's a great. And little, they're great. They're yeah. great. Um, I I'm just so I'm bad. I'll just grab it with yeah with like my groceries, but. That's a good way to support. Which, which another thing, the grocery type, like so many people go out of town for groceries. Yeah. And it's so sad, but I get it because Needler's is pretty expensive. Yeah. And especially expensive for what you're getting. Quality yeah. to, to that. Um, yeah. And Harvest is small and so it's going to be a little more expensive. And the I I just, the Dollar General Market, I eat a lot of like, I like my fruits and veggies. So yeah. it's not great. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I know. I'm trying not. To, I try not to. I end up going out of town to go to Fresh Time to get a few things, yeah. like once a month, and then yeah. I try to do most of mine at Needler's. But yeah, uh, well, that kind of leads me. What's something you hope for? <laughs> you did you lead yourself? I, so yeah, here's, I knew here's this. a disclaimer before we end this thing. I knew this was going to happen because Lacey has listened to every episode. I have. I'm pretty sure. Long time listener, first time caller. Uh, and. We also talk about every episode. Yep. And so she's the biggest fan uh, <laughs> of, she might not be a huge fan of Biden and definitely not a fan of Trump, but she's a huge fan of me. <laughs> and, um, and she, yeah, very supportive. But I knew she's going to lead me into this. So, so lead me into it. What, <laughs> what do you hope for the next five to 10 years in Elwood? I would like to see another grocery store. Yeah. Like, I think an Aldi's would be great. I think an Aldi's would be awesome. Um, you know, and obviously everyone's going to say, like, yeah, just more businesses and, and be more diverse and a place for the kids to hang. We didn't even talk about the Cove. <laughs> oh, we, we did not. We, um, my first interview, we didn't talk about the Cove. Um, no. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree with you. I think... Bless them, all the the food providers here for sure. But I yeah. But there is just it doesn't seem that fit for El that that fit for Elwood is just like not quite there. I think Aldi's is that really great bridge between affordable and nice and um and just like easy to navigate and just yeah yeah um would fit really I, I feel like all these would fit like the one of the issues is that we're in such a a unique area uh-huh. where we're like 30 minutes from yep. everywhere yep so not a whole lot of businesses want like big businesses want to come here yep because we wouldn't be pulling a whole lot of people to that store yeah you're absolutely right with that I vote and I've always kind of marked that as a as a good thing where where I like you know we're 30 minutes, you know, six different directions yeah. from like a mid-sized city. Yeah. And we're we're an hour, hour and a half to three hours from like five major cities. Yeah. Um, 
and I, I think that's awesome, but I, I never thought of it as that, like, in terms of grocery stores, in terms of b- yeah. other businesses. It's, yeah, we're we're not really the gap. Right. We, we're not really a gap that needs filled. Right. Because I think a couple of years ago, um, there was talk about getting, like, a Walmart marketplace. That always pops up and, every once in a while. And um, I remember, I think, I think Patty had told me that the reasoning for it was because... We're, I mean, we have them all around. But I wonder if if we had something like that, like in Aldi's, if instead of going to Anderson, Alexandria and Franklin people and, and would I come feel, to Elwood. Yeah, I feel like they would. Um, but I don't know. They might just say, oh, I always go to Anderson, and Anderson's bigger. I can get everything I need. You know? Yeah. So I don't know. But, um, no, I'm glad we were talking about food because I think it's something, you know, this podcast being about ways we can better ourselves i think there's a food food difficulty and yeah. i would in terms yeah. of eating well and eating the right food and having access to food and having uh good choices and um and so yeah so just uh i hope that too yeah uh lacy is there anything else you want to talk about <laughs> i can she, talk for shaking, hours she's shaking her head no um <laughs> Which is really helpful for a podcast. No, I didn't want to talk before, and then now I'm like, I'm Chatty Kathy. I know you are. <laughs> Let's just chat more. Um, well, if you have nothing else, I'm good. I'm good. All right. Thank you for being here, Lacey. <laughs> Until next time. Thank you for being here. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.